Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Oahu, Hawaii, it's time for Oahu Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Oahu Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, Facility AXS. Without them, we could not be sharing these important stories. Today on Oahu Business Radio, we have Liam Wilson, a surfer who is uh, attempting, or have you already made it into the Olympics, Liam? I am actually going to the last Olympic qualifier next month in El Salvador. Well, exciting time. So tell us a little bit about surfing. Uh, How did you get into it? Well... I started surfing kind of late when I was 11 years old. So I kind of just, I started boogie boarding at this beach called Hukilau here in Laie. And ever since then, I just started standing up on the boogie board. And after that, I just learned how to surf, taught myself. My dad helped me out too. And just carried on from there. And it's been my passion ever since. Now, when you're growing up, uh, was were you around a lot of surfing uh, folks, or was this were you this is something that, w- that you were drawn to maybe differently than your parents or your family? Oh, uh, this is definitely something different in my family, especially and in the community that I live in. It's as you know that Kahuku and Ie, um just over here on this side, there's a lot of football, so it's definitely a new sport that was brought into the community and my family and. My dad played football. He was one of the best running backs from where he came from in Carson. And yeah, I just, it, there wasn't a big background of surfing. So it's definitely something new. Now, how did you know that you were kind of good enough to follow this as a path and, and attempt to become professional? Well, I think back, back in 2017, I made, I started doing contests for the first time and it was my, fourth contest I think it was at Sandy Beach and I made the final in the contest and I just was probably the best feeling ever I didn't win I got last place in the final but I made the final and I was just super happy and just from there I wanted to keep surfing and getting better and catching up to all the kids because I started kind of late when I was 11 when other kids started when they were four years old so yeah so now um in uh I think in the 2020 or 2021 Olympics, this is the first time that surfing is an Olympic event. Um, how did that get on your radar? Well, coming from my dad, he was he's full Samoan, so that means I'm half Samoan, and he's from American Samoan. He's born there, and he had a plan for me to represent American Samoan and try to get into these qualifying events to hopefully qualify for the Olympics this summer. So we went to the first one in Japan and that was really fun. And then this, this is, and then we went to the Oceania cup in Samoa, which was all the best surfers from Oceania, like New Zealand, Fiji, Samoa, Australia. And I was fortunate enough to win that one. And then, Next one is this coming this coming next month in El Salvador. So, yeah, it's been a it's been a crazy road, but it's fun. Now, um, when you decided to surf for American Samoa instead of Hawaii, was that a difficult decision, or did you think that that's where you had kind of since you were uh, part American Samoa, that was kind of the logical place for you to be uh, representing? Yeah. 
Um, Hawaii isn't known as a um, country on its own because... Right, it's part of the United States. Part of the United States, yeah. But I honestly think, in my opinion, that there should be a Hawaii team in the Olympics because Hawaii is an illegal state. It was taken over illegally. So I personally think if there was a Hawaii team, I'd go for them. But for now, I'd be on the American Samoa and try my best to represent. Now, when you're getting ready uh, for an Olympics or, or preparing to, you know, take your career to this next level, are you looking at the sport differently? Do you train differently? Yes. Preparing for the Olympics or just even the qualifying rounds is I've been training super hard. It's it's definitely changed my mindset about a lot of things in surfing. Before, it was kind of just like, oh, go surf, surf contest. But now it's just like game on focus I got just counting down the days and trying to stay focused but trying to have fun at the same time and trying to save money and just working my hardest because I know hard work will always be talent now how do they judge the um a surfing competition is, is it going to be the same type of scoring that they do when you're doing your contests uh in Hawaii or is it or do they have different uh kind of um categories or different ways of judging yeah, so there's there's going to be the same judging. It's going to be from – they'll judge your waves from 1 to 10, and then you take your top two waves in that heat, and if you get the highest top two wave scores, you move on. So in some ways it's unpredictable, right? You you don't know, you know, how good the waves are coming, you know, beyond what you're seeing right there in the moment. So how do you decide which wave to take and which one not to take? Well, there's a lot of – like heat strategy that goes behind all this, but usually you just got to trust yourself. You got to know what you're doing. Usually you watch the waves before you heat, before you go out, you can time the sets, see how long the intervals are, see how long they come in once in a while. And yeah, there's all these little tips you can do, but usually it all comes down to trusting yourself and telling yourself, you know, you can do it. So, yeah. Now, um, in surfing, is this something you do you plan on uh, pursuing this, like kind of for your career now going forward? Is this to become a professional surfer, to get sponsors, to win competitions, to win Olympic medals? Is that now the path you're on? Yes, for sure. This is my plan A, and I plan to stick with plan A and not have a backup plan right now. So I'm going full force with this, and we'll see what happens, and I hope hope for the best. Now, for folks out there that dream of being Olympians, is there things that you are figuring out now as you're preparing for this that maybe you can help another person may have an easier time? Are there some things that you didn't realize were part of trying to be getting part of the Olympics that are different than maybe they show you on TV? Yeah, there's actually a lot of stress and preparation that goes into it and it's not all fun and games. It's There's a lot of work to put in. And my advice would probably be just push through the hard times. It'll all be worth it. It's it'll, it'll be worth it in the end. It's super hard training and working. and But it all comes down to if you want to keep doing it or not. Now, now, being part of the Olympics, it's not something you just kind of, you know, just show up for, right? You have to... 
uh, have a team around you. You got to have support. And it seems like you have support from your parents, obviously. But do you have a team around you of trainers and of uh, sponsors that help you uh, prepare for this? Yes. Um, I got a trainer over here down on North Shore. His name's Raphael, RK Training. Been training with him for almost a year now, just preparing for this contest. So we've been going full force training, getting stronger every day. And I got a coach, Chris Gallagher, that helps me with surfing techniques and heat strategy. And then I actually got sponsors and I got, I work at a restaurant called Seven Brothers and they has, they have helped me out so much. They just threw a fundraiser for me this past Wednesday and from 6 to 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. They donated all the money to me that was made through those three hours from each of the locations. So it's been a blessing having all this support from my community and my family and my sponsors for sure. So now you mentioned the restaurant, uh, are they a sponsor or do you have kind of traditional surfing sponsors like boards and uh, all the accessories? Yes, I, I got a board sponsor called RS Surfboards. They, they're from San Clemente, California, and they, they've been helping, out, helping me out so much and it's been a blessing. And then uh, are you right now, what could we be doing for you to help you on this journey? Uh, what do you need more of? Um. Honestly, I'm super blessed with what I have right now. I'm super grateful, and whatever comes, I'll take it. So for right now, we're just going to go step by step and just really thankful for what I have for now. Now, if somebody wants to follow your journey, is there a website? Yeah, I have a, actually have an Instagram and website and Facebook, and you can just search up Liam Wilson on Instagram and Facebook, and it'll pop up. And um. My website is someonesurfer.com, and you can find me there and find out my story and everything and just keep up with what I'm doing and can watch my contest coming up this next month in El Salvador. And if somebody wants to donate, is there a way to support you financially? Yes, I have a Venmo that I just set up, and it'll be the Venmo is at Liam dash Wilson dash 26. Good stuff. Well, congratulations on all the success, Liam, and best of luck moving forward. Thank you so much. It means a lot to me. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Oahu Business Radio.